Welcome to the Unlucky Frog Gaming Podcast. You are joined by your usual hosts here, Josh Hartley, Ben Porter and Charlotte Porter. How, how are we all doing, guys? We're good. We're good. Yeah. Well, I'm speaking on yeah, our behalf. I, presuming to speak on, on my <laughs> Sorry, behalf. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> I, are you not good, Ben? Oh, no, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it's, it's been a bit of a whirlwind. Uh, I think you mentioned in a previous episode we're in the process of selling a house. So mm-hmm. It's... Uh, it has its challenges, but... Well, you, I mean, you found somewhere, haven't you? Potentially yes. there's a new lily pad. Potentially, yeah. yeah. So, um, I mean, we'll, we'll keep you guys posted as much <laughs> as, much as you <laughs> want to hear about, about that. that. Yeah. But maybe that's a good selling point for this flat. We could say, you know, get the estate agent to write it in it that it's actually... Uh, so or we'll get, like, one of the plaques for the, the outside. The, the Lucky say. Frog pod gaming podcast was yep. founded here in... Yeah. <laughs> 2017? 2017. I think so, yeah. Yeah, that's mad. That's mad. How the time flies. I know. But um, we, we might be unlucky for a gaming podcast, but um, we are doing what I've been threatening to do for a while now. We're having a whole off-topic episode. Not not content with like the majority of our episodes usually not being about gaming. We're now just like <laughs> embracing the whole thing. Yeah. So, we've got a topic to talk about, though, so it's not complete chaos, Mm -hmm. and we'll get to that in a moment. However, um, on a gaming-related note, next weekend, we are going to be in Aircon! Apart from Charlotte. Unfortunately, Aircon's one of my favourites. Yeah. It's a more more intimate convention, but not in a weird way. Yeah. (laughs) You've been? Have you been to a convention that was intimate in a weird way? I just wanted to clarify that. that was all. But uh, no, really, I'm really looking forward to it as well because I missed it last uh, last year. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, my nephew was like being born, so I was required to look after dogs while yeah. people were running up and down the country. Yeah. So, um, Mark, if you're listening, uh, feel free to use that as a slogan for Aircon. Aircon, intimate. But not in a weird way. Yeah. <laughs> I can see it on the poster right now. He's quite fond of like making up lots of different t shirts. I think yeah, that would be quite yeah. good on a, a t shirt. That, that, that's a good shout. Yeah. Good shout. But yes, we, we are going to be there. So if you see any of us in our uh, yeah. Unlucky Frog gaming so t shirt, myself and Josh will be there. And accompany us will be lovely Iona and Lanky Santa. Lovely. Is Lanky Santa not lovely? He is. He is lovely. In his own special way. <laughs> The only requirement I have is that you do not allow Iona to go anywhere near Betty's without me. Yeah, I don't oh, think... Hold I, on, hold on, hold on. What if I want to go to Betty's? No, nobody's allowed to go to Betty's. No. Why are we not allowed to go to Betty's? Because I've not been yet. I went and there was a massive queue. I'm not going to a tea room. <laughs> I'm going to the Churrascaria. All right, well, I'll, I'll go there as well. Yeah. We can, we can, We can both... We can do both Churrascaria and afternoon tea. Ben, have you ever been to afternoon tea? I can assure you. Do, do I look like <laughs> the kind of person? I can assure you it is quite delightful. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, 
Um, so, so that's where we're going to be there. So we hope to see plenty of you yes, there as well. well. And we'll, uh, yeah, we'll uh, catch you. We, we will be doing our live I episode. know, I know. Um, we are apparently being given a game to review. We still Ooh. haven't been told what game it's going to be. So, so we, we wanted to keep it quite... Uh, Seat of our pants. Some, some would say unprofessional. <laughs> uh, half-cooked. Yeah. yeah. Unprepared. We say organic improvised yes yes so off the, the cuff the idea is that we're going to play a game that we've never played before on the weekend and then attempt to review it live yeah so that's going to be fun yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to because it's Mark who's picking the game as well right? Mark is Mark yeah. Cook one of the aircon bosses will be picking the game yeah so we'll see hopefully he's not in a bad mood with us and have I done this joke before on the podcast he's like hopefully he's not in a bad mood with us and gives us like an absolute stinker of a game to review like zombies or Monopoly right if he makes me play zombies I won't be his friend anymore <laughs> you heard that you hear that Mark Ben doesn't make these kind of threats idly no <laughs> So I really hate that game. Oh, well, I mean we've all we all know the story. Yeah. So. Anyway, um you wanted to talk about something before <laughs> I wanted to share with the group. Um so <laughs> I think we we've done this a couple of times of late where like we share like a weird dream. Yeah. Yeah, so obviously we we had my fever dream. Yeah, where you hoard yourself we, out we, we don't need to go into the details. To old it's, ladies. It's there on the internet. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Uh, yeah, we'll so, add the link to it. Yes. Yeah, link in the description below. Yeah. So I, I had a had a dream the other night that uh, for some reason I was... I had befriended Elton John and his husband. Right, okay. So... I was, I was what's, in, what's Elton John's husband called? David Furnish. There we go. Thank well, you. I, I just know him as David. Yeah. <laughs> yeah your first name terms yeah. with him and Elton. Yeah. So, so me and David were were just in his living room, mm-hmm. and uh, he was showing me all of these uh, plays that he likes. You know, like you know, uh, uh, the transcripts. Yeah, yeah, okay. So you know, we're talking about like Hamlet and stuff like that. It was, you know, it was good fun. Uh, Elton. Uh, hadn't come home yet. I mean, like, I'm pretty sure that they call him Reggie or whatever he's really. I don't think he calls him Elton at home, but yeah. I don't know. His real, name, his real name's Reginald. I think so, yeah. You know it's, that? Something, it's something yeah. like that, yeah. Um, I, well, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't know when him and David met, like, yeah. in the context of it. So he yeah. called, could call him Elton. Because apparently, like most, like, most people call Marilyn Manson Marilyn or Manson, mm. they don't yeah. call him Brian Warner. Yeah. Like, apart from his family, yeah, but they usually call him Manson. Well, anyway, so. he he wasn't there at this point, mm-hmm. uh, so it's me and David were just chatting away, you know, being all pretentious and intellectual. Yes, yes. and uh, and then Elton John, <laughs> Elton John comes in, right? But like, he wasn't wearing his wig. 
Okay. And he had like a he had like one of those like big baggy wolf t shirts on. Like, oh my god! Like it was just he was just wearing like he's like he's la- he's lazing okay. about the house. Gear. Well, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, why but, not? But you know, like in a weird way, like I felt kind of flattered that he was, he was that comfortable in yeah, your presence. Yeah, like he was cutting about without the wig on. And now I thought it, it wasn't, wasn't Elton John. He was Reggie. Yeah. No, but I, now I think. <laughs> he was Reggie. <laughs> to me, he was Reggie. Yeah, exactly. No, but like, I thought that's not a wig that he wears. I thought it was a hair transplant. He's had the full-on perma wig. I, I think that's a Highland jig. Let us know, uh, guys, in the comments. Is it, is it a wig? Is it a transplant? It's time to play uh, yeah. a bigger transplant. I, I was so sure it was like a, an actual transplant. You got me doubting myself. Anyway, in the, he, he, in in the, the dream... dream. It was in the dream, it was a wig. It was a wig. I'm loving this, like this uh, idea of like a, a, a quiet domestic life <laughs> with you and like, are you are you like next door neighbours in this scenario or? Yeah, I, I, yeah. Like there wasn't anything weird. It was just like. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like you have to sort of say that now. Like it, yeah. it was completely platonic. Yeah. You were friends with Elton John. It was yeah. intimate. But not in a weird way. Exactly. <laughs> there we go. It's, a, it's, it's all nicely it's not, it, together. It, right. It, it's it's a good dream. It's an interesting dream. It's not as weird as mine. <laughs> no, yours was like straight up weird. <laughs> Mine's was just like, why are you hanging around with Elton John in like yeah. a Native American? Yeah, like the t-shirt. wolf t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, I. Uh, why does Elton John own one of those t-shirts? I know, right? You'd think he wouldn't be caught dead in them. Yeah. But I don't like it's. Uh, <laughs> what do you think triggered it? What What was going on in your day to day life? Do you think made you have a dream about being pals with Elton John and his husband Dave? <laughs> Steered you say this? <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, to be honest. I actually quite like Elton John's music. No, I no, I, I, no arguments here. Like yeah. cracking songwriter and performer. Yeah. Uh, We've been listening to Elton John because we were talking about the Robert Downey Jr. video. Oh, oh yeah, that might. There be. we go. Yeah. I I'm I'm quite fond of the the Road to El Dorado soundtrack. Mm. You're very fond of that. That's very good. So, yeah, I I listen to Elton John. No, he's he's a great great uh, musician. I, I think that Elton John is better than the Beatles. We're, okay, well, fight me, fight well, me. I'm I'm not gonna go that far, but I've said you it. You are wrong. I put it out there. You are well, wrong. Well, you're wrong. Children, you're children, wrong. children. Right. Shall we? On that note, get on to our main topic. Yes. Our main off-topic is we we've been feeling a bit nostalgic recently. Yeah. Um, and it's got us thinking about that childhood. And one of the, like, I think certainly of the people of our generation, the key touchstones of childhood was getting back. And, like, I'm going to sound like old man Hartley now for a second, right? But if if there are any children listening or younger people listening, back in our day, we didn't have dedicated channels to kids' TV. It was a predetermined slot. There was, in, you had your afternoon after school, like from three o'clock till five, and then you had your Saturday mornings, 
And that was it, right? Yeah. And there was the, the school mornings as well, from the like half six till eight o'clock. No, I never, I never got up early enough no. for that. <laughs> I, I must admit, uh, I didn't have time to watch TV when I was getting up. It was more of a mad panic. <laughs> but, um, but yes, you're right. There was in the mornings as well before school. So we were talking about our favourite TV shows and that we what what we're going to talk about is each of us have ranked well not ranked listed mm-hmm. these are in no particular order our five favourite kids cartoons and slash animated shows and yes. um, there are a couple of rules for how we've composed these one because we wouldn't be board gamers if we didn't exactly right exactly yeah. right so first of all um, it has to be a, a, a cartoon or TV show explicitly for children. Yeah. Uh, we are not family-aimed ones or certainly not adult ones. No so Simpsons, no, Futurama, that kind of thing. South Park is yeah. a no. Even though, even though, like, for me anyway, I did watch South Park when I was too young to watch it. I, I watched... I can remember watching South Park when I was nine. Yeah. Did you get... My parents definitely... No, they it. would not be happy with that. <laughs> They're not happy with you watching it now. Yeah, <laughs> that's by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Fight me, mum. Yeah, but please, please don't. Uh, rule number two: It has to be a cartoon or an animated show. So your Demon Headmasters, your Queen's Noses, your Tracy Beakers—they can all get out of here, right? This all, is all classics. No puppets either. No puppets. No puppets. Zippy. Zippy, get out! Sooty. No one wants you. Right? No one likes you. You've got no fans. I like Sooty. So he is classic, but he's not a cartoon. Apparently, apparently, um, he is now a cartoon. Oh, yeah, he's a CGI cartoon. I just, I just think he's wrong on so many levels. They did it it with like Noddy and Fireman Sam and all that. They made them all. I suppose it's because it's much cheaper to produce, right? They've also cheapened themselves. Yes. Well, that. this actually kind of touches on our third rule actually because the third rule is uh, because I was just about to say that's not to say that you know there isn't still great kids TV show being made nowadays but the third rule is we have to watch them as as children yes so um, the one that both Ben and I independently said was Spongebob Squarepants yeah it's a fantastic fantastic TV show Uh, but I'd be lying if I said I watched it ever watched it as a child I, I still watch it now. Yeah, it's hilarious. I love it. Yeah. But so we're not putting that on uh, for the purpose. I think of I these think lists. Squidward is the most relatable character in that show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I don't know. I, I personally find SpongeBob quite endearing. Yeah, like I think I think we could all be a bit more like SpongeBob. The world would be a better place. Yeah, or chaotic. Oh, I mean, maybe both. And we, we all know someone like Mr. Krabs. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm thinking Hugh. Uh, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> that's, that's who I was thinking as well. <laughs> Hugh, shots fired if you're listening. <laughs> he wouldn't argue. No. Uh, so, so shall, shall we just dive right into it? So, how about... Ben, should, should we start with you? And yeah. how about Charlotte and I try and throw some guesses as to what we think will be on there? Pokemon. That was going to be my guess as well. Is there... I, <laughs> yes! I, I kind of dithered about putting this one up. Really? Yeah, because 
it gets exponentially better <laughs> as the series goes on. Because, right, so it's one of these shows that's been quite sanitised over the years because, like, Misty used to, like, leather the crap out of Psyduck when he was up to all these shenanigans. Mm-hmm. But now it's all quite warm and fuzzy and lovey-dovey. Yeah. Do you want more violence? Is that what you're saying? Well, that's what it was all about. I mean, it it is a game about pitting... Animals against other animals. Pokemon against Pokemon locked (laughs) in Mortal Kombat. (laughs) Peta love Pokemon, let me tell you. Oh, I bet. I bet. Um, So, I, I, I loved it as a kid. I feel like it's one of those shows that you can see in the older ones, particularly like the first couple seasons, a lot of it was hand drawn. Mm-hmm. They had like the you know that sort of hand painted uh, like watercolor backgrounds, yeah. mm-hmm. like where you could actually see like the paint flecks on it and stuff Aye. like that. And then, and then, I mean, it's the way that a lot of animated shows go that like even though it's it's what you call a tar- a cartoon, which is like traditionally. They would be. It was like frames, like you know, thousands, yeah, thousands of frames, cells. hand yeah. drawn, and then just like all shot together. Most uh, cartoons uh, for a long time have all been done on computer. Yeah, like e- like even South Park, which was originally done on uh, it was like stop animation with construction paper. Mm. That's all done by computer. Well, do you know like if, uh, trivia about South Park? It's only the pilot where they did did that with stop animation. Ever yeah. since episode two. It's oh, been it? oh. computer generated. Allegedly, it took them ages. It would have. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's like, a really to cool be, style. To be, and to be fair, you wouldn't know necessarily. No. Certainly the earliest stuff. But you see it with Pokemon, I think. Mm. It's, it's, it's as though it, it went from being like this really cool, kid friendly anime uh, to being quite soulless and commercialised. Like to the point where it, it basically is just a high budget version of like the you know, like He Man and stuff like that. The, yeah. the Saturday morning cartoons that were just adverts for a, a toy. But I mean, having, having said that, what are you going to be doing after we finish recording tonight? Well, I'm going to be playing probably ranked battles on Pokemon. <laughs> so. well, I was going to say that was the big criticism of Pokemon was that it, this is just an advert. But, like, it's actually weird. Like, kids' TV shows, for a very long time, a lot of them have been adverts yeah. for something. Yeah. As you point out, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Um, but I, f- I feel like the original series of Pokemon was a little bit more than that. There was, the, you know, some really there's some quite interesting little story arcs. The characters were more interesting. Mm-hmm. There was more cartoon violence. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of that's gone now. And of course, that then they had to cut parts of it for moving it over here because wasn't there a bit that caused uh, some epileptic like, kids in Japan there to? Were, there was there fit. was uh, the episode that caused the epilepsy, and there was like, um, there's a, there's an episode where James has like massive boobs because he's dressed up as a woman. It's so, so weird. So they, like, oh, they, Japan! There's a couple of things that they've cut out uh, that the the Japanese. Uh, censorship board be like, eh, we don't have a problem with that. <laughs> and in the West, like, no, 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 no. So, but is the whole thing is is quite interesting. Like you can almost track when Pokemon transitions to being uh, 
something that was tailored pretty much for Japanese audiences to be in an international franchise because yeah. that is all gone. All oh, yeah, stuff. yeah. The weird Japanese humour and all that. Brock with his jelly donuts. Yeah, what was with that? They were very clearly rice balls. Yeah. As if he couldn't have just gone, these rice balls are delicious because everyone would have known. Yeah. Like, no, no, Westerners won't know what, what a rice ball is. Let's say it's a donut. Uh, on an interesting uh, subject, I'm looking at my list. I don't have any Japanese cartoons on here. I and I do, like, it's not because I don't like anime, but like, it genuinely, I didn't watch it as a child. Yeah. I got two. All right. Oh, well, what's, what's the second? Uh, the second one. Is Digimon? Yeah. Oh right! Ah, yeah. I remember Digimon being on. Didn't watch an awful lot of it. I didn't watch it until I got together with Ben, and I watched the crap out of it, and I really liked it. So some people have told me right that the the cartoon of Digimon is actually better than Pokemon. I Absolutely. really like Digimon. Yeah, yeah, and that and this is the it's one of these things where, um, Obviously, they did the Digimon cartoon off the back of the popularity of Pokemon, yeah. but it was Toei Animation that did yeah. it. So it was like an established, it's one of the oldest mm. uh, Japanese animation studios. I think they were found in like the 1950s or something. Yeah. Long, long time. Like it's a national treasure, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. But they, like, Digimon's got, it's got character development in it for one. Which is something that's absent from Pokemon. It's absent from a lot of kids' TV shows, yeah. if I'm being honest. Um, and you've got kids dealing with real world problems, like uh, Matt and TK, are um, their parents are getting divorced, uh. and that spills over into the story. You've got um, one one of the kids, Izzy. He's adopted, and he's just found out. He's dealing with all of that. Okay. Uh, you've got another kid, Joe, who who's quite typical, I think, of like um, a lot of like uh, Japanese schoolboys who show quite sort of academic promise, where he's under tremendous pressure, mm-hmm. even though he's just a child. Yeah. Uh, so like you you had you had them all dealing with these quite hard hitting themes, um, but it's within that very like. Japanese context of kids with their sort of monsters, <laughs> sort of yokai, uh, animal companion type yeah. creatures. So what uh, is like? So what is like the premise of Digimon? The premise of Digimon is that there, there's this essentially like parallel universe that that exists alongside ours called the digital world, mm-hmm. and uh, these Digimon inhabit it. Right. And, uh, some some of the Digimon are actually like viruses. Oh. Uh, you get like data Digimon, and you've got vaccine Digimon, right, which are okay. the ones that are. So um, you you've got again that that uh, sort of uh, com- video game element of it, where you've got different types mm-hmm. matching up against one another, um, and but what where it differs from Pokemon is the the Digimon of the the protagonist children draw their power from the bond they have with their partner. Okay. Right, so um, in the original series, they all had crests. Mm-hmm. So like Ty's crest was the crest of courage. Mm-hmm. And what happened was his Digimon, Greymon, could not evolve uh, into Metal Greymon until Ty 
let his courage come to the ah, fore. Ah, right. Uh, so they've they've all got a different attribute or strength. Like it's that. all very heartwarming. Yeah, it, it's heartwarming, but not in like the sappy way that Pokemon's become. No, it's yeah. quite. Uh, yeah, it's more. It's more story driven. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot more going on. Yeah. It's the, it's like you say. There's a lot more depth. It's a lot more mm-hmm. thought out. And I think actually it really, although you could say it with Pokemon, I think really Digimon for me was like my first step into uh, becoming a weeb, basically. <laughs> um, well, so the other thing I suppose with Digimon as well is actually the um, the main characters are children from our reality. So people can associate mm-hmm. with them because they're, you know, they're literally going through the, whereas the kids in Pokemon live in this alternative universe. What, what, yeah. what, you they, know. what they did part way through... Um, the first two series, which were they were called Digimon Adventure, Digimon mm-hmm. Adventure One, and Digimon Adventure Two, part way through, they they actually come into the real world, oh, out right. of the digital world. So you get this this quite um, this quite interesting story beat where it's like they've they've had this this escapism mm-hmm. and then they're confronting reality again and then you get the digital world sort of bleeding into the real world so you get this sort of apocalyptic yeah vibe ah. to it as well um but for yeah for for me it 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 really was what started my interest in like japanese anime and and then by extension japanese cinema because yeah I, I became uh, a big fan of Kurosawa when I discovered all of oh, Seven Samurai, yeah. All of his films, Seven Samurai, Yojimbu, mm-hmm. uh, Kiru, stuff yeah. like that. Um, so I, I, it's one of those ones where I loved it as a kid and it's, I think, been very impactful on me as an adult as well, looking back. Mm-hmm. Interesting. This got a lot high, more highbrow than I thought it would. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we've got three left, Ben. Three left. So, also on my list, I've got uh, Dexter's Lab. Oh, I, right. So, yeah, I used to watch Dexter's Lab quite... I, Dexter's Lab isn't on my list. In fact, I don't have any Cartoon Network on my list at all. I well, did watch a lot of it, but... We never had uh, Sky Television, yeah. which was where you got Cartoon Network... Uh, traditionally mm-hmm. in, in the UK and, and that was where Dexter's Lab and uh, all those other shows like the sort of Hanna-Barbera stuff yeah mm. well, is, am I right in saying did, did Hanna and Barbera become Cartoon Network they were owned by I them. think they were bought because they were the big 1970s one they did Lucky yeah. Races they did Captain Caveman they did Scooby yeah. they did all those yeah, they, and they did Dexter's Lab, Powerpuff Girls, I think Samurai Jack as mm-hmm. well. Oh, Cartoon Network. Yeah. Okay. Hanna Barbera. No, Hanna Barbera. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah, it's Hanna Barbera. Oh. Um, so, so this is it, like, I, 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 aren't them and Cartoon Network one and the same? I genuinely have no idea. It might be, but I don't know. I don't yeah. know about that. But um, we never had Sky in our own home. Mm-hmm. But I would always, whenever I went to my Aunt Sandra's house, would watch it there. The reason that we never had Sky is because of the trees across from my parents' house. Oh, wow. Allegedly. Allegedly, the satellite that that bounced out the signal for it was based 
above the equator in Africa. Right. And the trajectory at which the signal came up, it was blocked by the, the trees. So okay. This sounds like an elaborate story that your mum's came up with as to why not to get Sky. There is not a single person that has Sky <laughs> on that street. Oh, seriously? Day. Right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And so I think there there must be some merit to it. It seems quite sort of like yeah. 1950s, but no, allegedly that is a factor in it. So we, we all, whenever we went to uh, my Aunt Sandra's house, we would binge watch these these uh, Cartoon Network shows. Mm-hmm. Dexter's Lab uh, was a, a firm favourite of mine. Yeah. What was it about Dexter's Lab that, um, oh, over and above, is, is this the only Cartoon Network one on yours? No. No. Okay, but what what was it then about Dexter's Lab that you particularly liked? I, I really liked the animation style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, it, the there was it's that sort of new era Hanna Barbera where it is recognizable as Hanna Barbera. Yeah, but they they've almost gone for like uh, simpler, more stripped down shapes. But it's almost minimalist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But really bold colours. Yeah, I mm. like that. Which is that's very Hanna Barbera. Like if you look at all their cartoons, yeah. it's all very bold, bold colours. Yeah. But it it's the like you say, it's more minimalist. Yeah. Than the than the old than the sort of seventies Hanna Barbera stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, it's just really really funny. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> and, and even like, because I watched some of it again recently uh, with, with Nathaniel. Yes. And because uh, I, I just thought I'll put something nice and colourful in from and like, it, it, it holds up really well. It's still yeah. funny even now. There's a, there's a lot of things you watch that you liked as a child mm-hmm. and you go back and this is awful. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll maybe talk about some of those on my list. But <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so what was the other Cartoon Network one? The other one was Courage the Cowardly Dog. I now, never saw I never Courage. watched it. Never so, watched uh, it. This is, this is one of the interesting things. Because you guys are both a couple of years older than me, mm-hmm. there is that little gap where it doesn't make so much of a difference to like the trends and things from high school. Yeah. But there was things that I liked that... like You guys would have been teenagers and I would have still been a kid because of those two years. Mm-hmm. And I think that's maybe why you guys uh, missed the bus on Courage. So what? What again? What is the premise of Courage then? So Courage is a dog who lives in the middle of nowhere, right? With his two owners, they're like two old curmudgeons. Okay. And uh, these horrifying scenarios befall him. Wow. <laughs> okay. Like that sounds really dark. Yeah. There's one where he gets trapped in uh, the gerbils world. And okay. It's like it's basically like a small world, but it's like this nightmare gerbil hell version of it. Wow. Uh, there, <laughs> there's one where there's this guy who's selling uh, fantasy flan. Fantasy flan. Yeah. He what he does is he hypnotizes everyone to buy his flan. Right. So it's he has this like this really sort of uh, smooth voice. Smooth, and he's. My fantasy flat, and he sends out this transmission to everyone, and everyone's obsessed with this flan, and there's zombies for this flan, and what he does, what courage does in the end is he turns his own transmission on him, and he turns him into this like slobbering monster who's like obsessed with his own flan. <laughs> wow, that is so strange. Yeah, and it, so it was that way where 
you were terrified watching it, but you had that that morbid curiosity. Like, I have to know what happens. Mm-hmm. I'm scared. I must know. I'm scared of my mind, but I want to know what happens. I must know. Yeah, and um, he was just called Courage because he would. Was, like, it, was he, it a funny show? I mean, kind of, because he would like scream uncontrollably at this stuff, and you'd sort of yeah. laugh at him screaming at it, but secretly you're like, oh, yeah, I, I would be doing exactly <laughs> what he's doing right now. Weird, weird. So, we've got one more. Uh, last one is Batman the Animated Series. I knew this would be on yours, yeah. uh, and it's on mine as well. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's, let's talk about how bloody amazing this show is. I I can remember watching this uh, as young as five. Yeah, uh, I loved it. I was obsessed with it. I had uh, I had videos of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one of the story arcs that I that really sticks to my mind was the Clayface one. Oh, because he was the actor, wasn't he? He's an actor who becomes obsessed with like preserving his youth and his looks. And he starts using this this like face cream mm-hmm. that essentially turns him into this mutant. And there's the there's the sort of he, he's quite a tragic villain, Clayface. Yeah. It's um I mean it, it, it the animation is phenomenal. Again, quite stylized, a bit more realistic. Heard but... a brilliant description of the animation style. Yeah. Dark deco. It's per- oh, do you know what Art Deco was going to be the thing I was going to bring up but yeah it, Dark it, Deco yeah right. which is perfect for when when was Batman created it was like the 30s wasn't yeah, it I think it was like the 30s or 40s so, yeah perfect to tie in with that as well um, and it, the voice acting is incredible in it because it's Mark Hamill's Joker and I had no idea at the time it was Mark Hamill yeah either um, so just a, a fantastic show. Stand, really stand, uh, stands the test of time as well. I think he, he, that show could be the reason why Batman's probably my, like my favourite superhero yeah. out of the whole superhero canon. Yeah. Well, it was what I grew up with. And I remember I collected a lot of the, the action yep. figures from the Batman <laughs> animated... And it was specifically the Batman animated series. And he had all these like ridiculous... Uh, like utility suits and things. I had one. This this suit that is only good in one specific scenario. I had one called Decoy Batman. Right. And so what you did was, he, he had like a red and black suit mm-hmm. on, which you know, looked awesome. Yeah. But you, there was like a chest plate with the Batman cowl on it, mm-hmm. and you could unclip it, and then like Bruce Wayne's head popped up. <laughs> <laughs> nice this is a sort of rudimentary transition yeah. you would, like you would push the Bruce Wayne head back on and clip the Batman thing ah, back on cool. and the cape was fabric mm-hmm. yeah but I had one with the fabric cape as well which was uh, weird actually I but... loved that figure yeah to, to, I, I can remember like taking it with me to school when I was six to show it off mm-hmm. so um, you mentioned Clayface favourite villain I, th- I think Clayface Right. Um, I mean, everyone likes the Joker. Yeah, but, but I think I, I think for me, 
there's a there's a scene in the animated series where he's fighting Clayface and they're in the studio and Clayface is like trashing the mm-hmm. place because he can like shape shift. Yes. But he can also like turn his arm into different weapons. So he would turn it into like a spike to try yeah. and spear him or he would hammer him. But the way that he defeats him is he traps him in the editing room. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is slowly, like, all of his pictures and TV shows come up on the screens. And his face changes from one of anger to, like, one of sort of sadness. Yeah. And he and when he looks at one screen, he turns into that character. Yeah. And he looks at another, he turns into that one. And then he starts, like, turning uncontrollably and he starts screaming. And that's how he... Defeats him. Freaky stuff. It's a, I mean, it's absolutely burned into my mind, that scene. It was I mean, but for me, right, specifically from the cartoon, this isn't just like Batman in general, specifically from the cartoon, Killer Croc was excellent in the cartoon. Genuinely quite scary. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, but I also, um, I also love Ra's al Ghul. Yeah. Like, and because it would it would have been in the comics first, but the, his first like live what sorry quote unquote live action outing would have been on uh, the Batman animated. He series. is one of the more obscure Batman villains. I mean, not so much now. With no, like, it's not since Nolan Batman films. Begins. But um, yeah, I, I, for me, Clayface is just a phenomenal. I like a tragic villain. Yeah. I, th- I think he is a. A lot, of, a lot of the villains from Batman are quite tragic, though. Like uh, Two Face, he's mm. he, he has a, a big downfall. So yeah, but um, but yeah, an amazing show, and it still stands the test of time. Absolutely. So, guys, that's part one. Uh, yeah, uh, this has turned into a two-parter. <laughs> <laughs> so next week. We're going to come back and we're going to cover off Charlotte's mm-hmm. and my list, uh, Sans Batman. Unless you really want us to talk more about Batman. I'm happy to talk more about Batman. <laughs> <laughs> New rule, it's all about Batman. <laughs> so, uh, look, thank you very much for listening to the first part of this uh, episode, though. So, until next time, take care. Bye. Bye.